this one year, 2014, I think I counted, I moved uh, within the area like 20 times or something. So no wonder Santa Claus had trouble to catch up with me and figure out like where the head crystal is now, you know, where the address is. And so Aloha. Aloha. My name is Krista Ralaksmidetten. And I'm Michael Ditton. And we are Infinite Activation. And we are also Abundance in Action podcast. Absolutely. And with this uh, special solo episode, even though we are two, um, but we are kind of like one, two as uh, spirit mates, we wanted to share with you um, this very special uh, miracle Christmas story which is actually our own story. Yeah. And some of you may have heard it, but uh, some of you may have not. And we wanted to also have it in the podcast form so it would inspire other people um, who are there also asking to find their queen or king. And here is an example that miracles like this can happen. Yeah. So, so the story goes, "Twas the night before Christmas. Actually, I think it was closer to a week before Christmas. <laughs> May. Yeah. And and so, um, actually, it was, for you, it started even like a month before, right? No, it started uh, in December. Okay, Yeah. December. So, what happened? Where were you? Well, uh, depends on where we want to start the story. But um, uh, just before Christmas, I was down in Mexico. And it, um, it, it wasn't turning out to be such a wonderful Christmas because a lot had happened and I was there reflecting. But as, what happened? as the universe would have it, it would happen for a reason. And for those of you that don't know what happened, um, I had been married um, previously for 22 years to another um, gal. And um, 21 of the 22 years had been wonderful and we were living life. Um, but um, it got to the point where she decided she needed to go find herself and she needed to do that without me. So I was distraught and destroyed, and um, we had been um, we had been living our dream up to that point, and our boat was down in Mexico, and uh, I needed time to reflect on what was going on in in my life at that time because that uh, 22 year marriage was um, was coming to an end, unfortunately. But as luck would have it. Uh, or the universe or whatever the powers to be are that you believe in, um, it was meant to be. Because when I was down there um, taking care of myself, I was, I was on Christmas Day, actually, I was in Puerto Vallarta in the harbor there, and I was sat on a bench looking out at all the other beautiful boats out in the harbor. It's a place, place I love to be. And I sat there crying that day because I really felt as if um, you know, I, I felt hurt. I felt damaged. I felt like there was not much else to go on. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you the furthest thing from my mind at that point in time was ever being in a relationship again. So you needed a Christmas miracle. And a Christmas miracle I got because, uh, I had, uh, a number of friends. I had a couple of friends in Puerto, in Puerto Vallarta, but I had a lot of friends up in a little community just north of there, a little fishing community that they had built a harbor up there, a marina up there, La Cruz de Wanacoxley. Mm -hmm. And I had been in communication with some of my friends. So while they were up there, I chose to 
to jump on the bus and go up there. And while out there that day, I was visiting and um, enjoying the company of my friends and the support of my friends while I was going through this life-changing event. And I decided that I wanted to stay there. I didn't want to take the hour plus long bus ride back down to the boat. And I started to look for a, a place to stay. And um, unfortunately, December is a really big uh, popular time of year down in Mexico because the weather's great and everything else. And I, I started trying to find a place to stay and there wasn't any. And I came across what I thought was going to be the last place. And when I got there, they said, no, don't have any place. But did you try El Jardín de Popo, which is the octopus garden? And I said, no, I didn't even know that they had rooms. And, and these the owners were friends of mine. So I went up there and asked and they did have some rooms, but they didn't have anything available until that morning. And the reason something came available is because the guy that was supposed to be in the little room downstairs ended up going upstairs and staying with the friends he was visiting in the loft that they had. So I secured the room. And um, while I was sitting there talking with my friends, the owners of um, the Octopus Garden, I felt this presence and it was overwhelming. And a lot of things in my life I've felt not been able to understand. Um, you know, I see things and hear things that others don't. In fact, I've always been told that I make a great counselor because I hold space for people and I can see things differently than other people. And, and sometimes that intuition or that feeling um, is not, a, not explainable. And this day there was that. I felt this presence this day and it was overwhelming. And again, I dismissed it because I didn't know what it was. Well, while I was sitting talking with my friends and I was feeling this thing, there was a group of uh, younger folks sitting at this table, uh, three of which I could see and one whose back was to me. And I dismissed it. I went out on my way. I got my stuff. I, you know, off the, I, I did go back to the boat, got my stuff because I was going to spend a couple of days, came back and I, I, and I checked into my room. And while I was checking into my room, all of a sudden this overwhelming feeling came again. And I was sitting there talking to my friends and I turned to my side and there's this beautiful gal there. And they said, oh, allow us to introduce you to Crystal. And I realized at that moment, she was that overwhelming feeling that I had. And she had also been the person sitting at that table with her back to me when I was there earlier. So, I mean, it, 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 it was like it was meant to be. It was meant to happen. Crystal and I got to talking and we actually went upstairs into the loft because she was one of the people up in the loft. There were several people up there. And we just we got to talking and we got to talking. And, and over the years, we've, you know, the story goes on from there. But that's how we met. And it was right at this time of year, Christmas time, mm -hmm. 2014. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, time flies. Yeah. So um, I'll catch up with my end of the story. Okay. And then we'll go uh, from there. So uh, two years prior uh, to 2014 Christmas, I was back in Estonia in a little uh, uh, shopping center called uh, Port Arthur. And, that was, and I've been there. Yeah. And I was there and I saw there was a Santa Claus. So I thought just jokingly, you know, going to him and asking like, can I ask for a man? Like, can you bring me a man? And of course, the guy was joking with me and said, yeah, of course. And I said, okay. The Santa man was joking. Yeah. Santa. Yeah, of course. And then I said, okay, wait here uh, so that you would know who to bring. I will go and write you the list because it's really important that you know, you know, if I would ask a toy, I have to say what kind of a toy. So uh, I took it really seriously. So I went to a cafe with my um, nice friend at the time and 
um, I sat down and I wrote that list for two hours. <clears throat> and then I went back and then Santa was gone. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, now I missed my chance. Like, oh, my God. But I think Santa still got it, you know, because it's magic, you know, he, he can always hear what you are wishing for. So be very careful. Mm. But the next two years, I traveled so much. Like right now, I've been traveled like to 30 countries. And those two years were really crazy. And also even the time when I was actually in Mexico, uh, this one year, 2014, I think I counted, I moved uh, within the area like 20 times or something. So no wonder Santa Claus had trouble to catch up with me and figure out like where the heck Crystal is now, you know, where the address is. And so finally, when I got back to La Cruz, where I actually didn't even want to come back, but I was like pushed back there. Then um, I stayed with my friends and I had been there for a month. And um, that was one month later when I uh, bumped into Michael. In my life, I was on a breaking point because um, Till that time, I had been looking for my Mr. Right, and I had uh, traveled to so many countries, and um, I had gone like extremes, uh, extreme lengths and depths um, to find uh, him. And I understood then and there that, you know, one month prior, we met with Michael, that I have to uh, stop the chase. I have to stop the chase, start to fall in love fully with myself, and then um, really, you know, um, be ready even to just be married to my work because it really satisfies me and gives a lot of meaning. And I know it will carry me through whatever is there for me in the life, you know. And I was ready to do that and even, you know, just stay um, alone. And I just had had so many bad relationships one after the other. And also I had lots of um, different patterns there. So uh, one of them was that, you know, I am a healer. So I attracted lots of very broken men and also who had similar shadows as I had from my ch childhood or whatever, you know, later in the years. So I had to really heal and become conscious of so many of those patterns. And um, so when when I got into that breaking point, I made a vow to myself. If um, I can't meet my true king, I really knew how and, and who it is because I made the list, you yep. know, two hours. And she was checking it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going for less. If that king is not coming, I'm like universe. I'm going to stay alone. That's it. Take it or leave it. And then one month later. Michael came in and then later you actually also moved your white, uh, white, uh, beautiful boat. Yep. From PV to La Cruz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my king came on a white boat instead of a white uh, horse. Stallion. Yeah. And um, the first week, because Michael was so like struggling and going through uh, all of those things, he actually asked um, to maybe go into some healing processes and stuff and we actually uh, made like a two-week program for you. Yeah, it was a pretty intense program. Yeah. So we did lots of different kinds of uh, sessions, which I did at the time as well, the water therapy mm -hmm. and lots of things. So um, that was like a really like powerful resetting uh, for both of us, actually, because I was also healing for mm -hmm. so, so many wounds. And um, I remember that first uh, hour when we got introduced and then we went up and uh, we talked and, 
And I felt like, oh my God, this man is so yummy. <laughs> I want to hug him. And then I thought like, you know, hold your horses, Crystal. <laughs> like, you just got to know this guy. Like, <laughs> what are you up to, you know? And then I look and there was like no ring. And then like, he was just talking, we did this and we did that. And I couldn't, like, I was so confused. And then um, you explained like what was going on. And I was like, okay, so even worse, you have to be very careful because here again, we have a broken man. So the healer could like come out. And then a um, couple of weeks later, we actually celebrated um, New Year's Eve together. And that was basically kind of like our first official date too. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, just some days later, remember Michael was um, kind of uh, talking about like, uh, do you think I could like move on like in, into the apartment where you're gonna be because my friends were about to move out, you know? And um, I said, no, hell no. I need to really work on myself and get my platform back together because I, I just, uh, know that it wouldn't work and thank god i said that because that was really a crucial thing too yeah. but um so um we realized that we like each other yep. we started to do some community projects together yep. and i realized like oh my god this man has very similar value system like uh, i do and then i remembered that list from two years ago and I found that list and I started to check and I was like, oh, my God, there are even some add-ons, which I didn't have, like some bonuses, mm. you know. And um, I was so amazed, like, wow, this is like unbelievable. This must be my spirit mate, you know, that is like that ultimate other uh, side of your spirit energy or partner. And um, I also felt that Michael is going through it. It's not, you know, just a piece of cake if you have been in a uh, previous relationship for so many years, it's not just like, you know, you, you can just cut loose right away. So I understood there is a necessary time for healing and I estimated like around a year or so. And we were going back and forth that first year, trying to figure out, we, we were trying all kinds of things. We even were in a, what we called a gray zone relationship where we were just like having fun and, didn't have any like future in the sites, which is mm -hmm. like kind of getting to know each other, which which is also a necessary phase. Yeah. But then I started to feel like I'm really ready for a real king who I could like also co-create with and live and, and adventure with. So I'm not like going less than that. And then you left to Los Angeles for uh, figuring out and and you actually also while you went there. So I, I came to visit you and then I realized like, wow, you really need to um, finalize or have a closer. Yeah, it was a difficult dis yeah. discussion, but we we uh, reluctantly agreed that um, I, even though my now ex-wife and I had been separated, there wasn't closure there and it needed to be there. And because I'm not one to just give up, um, one of the things that we talked about, and it was, again, it was a difficult discussion, I needed to make sure that there was nothing left. And so when I went back, I went back with the intention to find out. And after about a month or so, uh, I came to the conclusion that that relationship uh, was over. And so instead of trying to repair it, it was it was time to fully dissolve it. And uh, once that uh, that that dissolving process began, um, then I was able to free myself wholly 
so that I could um, start to love and learn to grow with somebody else. And it was a difficult year, but um, it was something that had that not happened. Uh, Crystal and I probably wouldn't be here today because I wouldn't have had the closure I needed in order to move forward. And I think a lot of people don't get into the proper closure before they move forward. Even if they're certain they're not going back to somebody, there's a level of closure that needs to happen. Ours took, I mean, we talk about a year, but it actually took longer than that. It was, it was a year before we made the commitment to um, be, go beyond um, and become a, a, a relationship with the two of us. But even when we got in that relationship, we, we agreed that we needed to continue to build our individual platforms in order to build a platform together because we knew um, that we had both come from something that, uh, you know, was painful and hurtful. And we wanted to make sure that we weren't transferring that onto our new relationship platform. So uh, we talked about it. We discussed it. Uh, we continued to grow individually, which ultimately made our together relationship grow even stronger. And it was another year after that before, you know, I, I think we were really, um, really solid. And when we became really solid, we decided to talk about a, a much larger plan, a much uh, further future. And uh, we came to a number of conclusions uh, when we got to that point. Yeah, and prior that happened, while Michael was finalizing and um, doing the little closure, I took a really serious time to look deeper into myself and I wrote something I call self-declaration list. Mm -hmm. So I made all, I wrote down every point which I had um, probably uh, gone against in the past. Um, so just jumping into relationship too fast and like, you know, uh, trying so hard to be liked or loved and so on and then cutting those parts of me off and just like closing one eye is like oh I can make it work it almost felt like I had so many relationships where I had those like uh, two puzzle pieces and you could see that they don't fit but I was like pushing and pushing and like oh I just like close this eye like look it almost looks like it like you know fits but it never did so and I realized like, okay, in order for this next one to work, I have to do a list for me, like how I take care of me and um, uh, figure out also those non-negotiables with myself. And once this was uh, done, the first one in the list was not going to date with married men. So if they're married and they are interested in me, I would like to see their agreement from their partner that it's okay for them to see me as in a polyamorous uh, relationship or that they um, deliver and show me their divorce paper mm -hmm. and which is what you did. I did. And then after that, we actually met again in Mexico and uh, we took a couple of months where we both lived in separate rooms and we uh, shared the common space and showers and everything we did some more community projects together mm -hmm. to get to know each other which was a really nice it's like what we call like a love internship you know getting to know each other how it works what doesn't work and then by the end of that um that was uh 2000 um 2015 going into 16 yeah mm -hmm. and then 2016 uh, spring you went to alaska mm -hmm. for several months i went to estonia and that was quite many months we were supposed to be apart. And in the past, these were very delicate and weak uh, spots where oftentimes relationships ended by a little Facebook message or 
you know, uh, email. You were lucky if you got an email. You Which know. I wouldn't do, but, yeah, but it had still, happened to Crystal in yeah. the past. So I was like, okay, I have to do something so that we can ensure that this wouldn't happen. And I'm like just tired of this uh, old story. So we sat down and we um, uh, created a five-page contract with each other agreement, um, how we are going to communicate, what, what's okay, what's not okay. And everything was there. And then we signed it. So the first time, I think we signed it for a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like every second year, we, we go it. through it and, mm-hmm. and see if something needs to change. And that agreement gave me so much more security and safety than, you know, even more than, you know, the ring I got later. So so that was really amazing what the difference that made. And um, then after that, we met in uh, L.A. and did our road trip together. Yep. Late October 2016. Yeah. In California for like 1,500 miles, if I remember correctly. We spent a month on the road doing a book tour and getting to know each other before we went to Hawaii for a couple of months. So that's also a really good uh, thing to get to know each other, to travel together. So we traveled in, um, you know, California, then also in Hawaii, different environments, different like challenges. And oh boy, we had some real challenges, especially in Hawaii, you know, with the different uh, things happening there. Yeah. But uh, we came through it together, stronger than ever. And um, then after that, we moved actually back to Mexico for half a year. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we actually lived really like together. Yep, had a house. Yeah, had a house, um, had uh, cats who yep. were around and even got kittens. Had people come stay and visit us and yeah. stay for a while. and. That was really yeah. fun. And then um, we realized that, okay, we need to figure out uh, where our real base is going to be. And we realized that, okay, we don't have many options. We had like Alaska, uh, California, California, Estonia, Estonia, or Hawaii. Or Hawaii. It's like, okay, let's go to Hawaii. That was a no-brainer. Yeah, Yeah, let's go to Hawaii. So we moved to Hawaii in 2017 May. And in August, we got married there. Mm -hmm. So it was a very quiet, small um, wedding. We basically had our um efficient and then the and uh, photographer yeah, who and was also it. doubling as a witness yeah and estonian too. yeah yeah so that was and uh, scooby yeah scooby our car van and um after that um we uh, tried different things in hawaii and then also michael's dad got a little um, extra like uh, sick and needed extra care so we started to contemplate about the idea to move um and move to california and, um, yeah, we, we had so much, so many things taking us away from Hawaii with business and, and education and and uh, my father falling ill and everything else that we made the decision to move back to mainland uh, in order to be closer to family and have a, a, a jump off point that didn't take us five hours to get to a point to jump off. Um, so it was a good decision. Um, also, I had, you know, I've been an active I've had a license here to practice real estate for 23 years now, and it was a good uh, good thing to come back to, you know, taking care of family, having something to fall back on, which ultimately, ultimately turned into something else, but that's a different story. Um, so here we are in, in San Diego now, but I also want to go back because I know some of you people haven't heard a thing we said since she talked about contract uh, between ourselves. Um, I, just want, I just want to point out something. That contract that we have between ourselves, most businesses don't go into partnerships or agreement without some form of written contract. And the reason that is, is because one, something we say today 
the next day we may forget. And it's not intentional, but we forget what we said or how we said it. And if it's in a contract, there's no doubt. You can always fall back on it and, and go, oh, yeah, that is what we said. Um, it does, also doesn't mean that it's set in stone, that it can never change. You review it and go, you know, that worked then, but now we need to do something different. And, and our contract is, you know, it's amenable every couple of years, but quite honestly, if we needed to, we can amend it as often as we want. The, the biggest thing from a contract is not only uh, a reminder of what we said today so we can remember what it says tomorrow, but our contract basically says that we agreed to communicate no matter what. We would never not communicate. So and that that is a big key in anything in life, whether it's a partnership with your loved one or a partnership in business. Yeah, it's a really good container and it has really worked so well. Um, people have been so surprised when we talk about it, but it's really uh, has proven it's it's really working very well. And we also co-created our business and mm -hmm. that was 2018 we registered it. We registered October 2018. Mm -hmm. In uh, Hawaii. Uh -huh. Yeah, so infinite activation, which brings motivation, inspiration, and we call ourselves like new time navigators. So... Uh, we help people when they are in change and uh, challenges, how to navigate through it and uh, start to live your life uh, on your terms and manifest your dreams. So so we hope this story really inspired mm -hmm. you. And um, if you are out there and it feels so hopeless, you know, um, I'll never meet my king or queen or whoever you are looking for. Uh, we say the first really good thing to start with is to make that list. So if you believe in Santa, you know, do it for Santa. If not, you know, do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. And the written word has power. So everything you write down is like you know, stronger than just saying it. Yeah, it's like a recipe or a menu for the universe. Like, okay, I have to deliver that man for crystal. So, you know, universe was going like wild. Like, where in the world is you know that man? And then think of the chances. Like, you know me being in that little village of Mexico from Estonia, like what the heck happened? And then Michael from Southern California, you know. Showing up in the same little place, know, cultural center. At that time. So what are the odds? And I so believe that there were lots of uh, elements and powers uh, in the background working for it. Uh, like my father died in 2011. I think that my father felt like, okay, I need to help Crystal to find that like proper man. Like uh, it's like the least I can do. And her and, father, a fellow sailor. Yeah. So it was like, okay, maybe the guy could be a sailor. <laughs> and uh, it's like, yeah, I have a weakness for sailors. <laughs> so because I, uh, I have experienced that sailors know how to handle women really well, because the boat is like a woman, you know, and they know also about um, the element of water and air, which is all about the female energies and so on. And also one of the reasons why I think we were able to meet was because I had started to do so deep inner work and I started to listen to my intuition so strongly that when 2013, my inner intuition was saying, Crystal, you're going to Mexico with one way ticket. I was like, OK, how? And uh, I took the steps and there I was um, just like a couple of weeks later, came for a week and stayed for four years. So think of the courage and like, you know, but my spirit probably knew that I had to be there in order to prepare myself to meet Michael, you know, 
And that's the thing also, you know, in order to really, um, you know, uh, receive the love or the abundance or whatever you desire in life, it's very important to listen to your intuition Mm -hmm. because your intuition is your navigation, your heart is your compass. And if you listen to it, nothing can can go wrong. Of course, this road and living in Mexico was uh, not piece of cake. It was full of challenges, but it was all worth it because now I live together with my beloved king, my spirit mate, and we are also co-creating together. We so, are. So that's like so And we're amazing. sharing and yeah. inspiring others to, you know, work through their challenges as well. Yeah. And one of the most amazing moments we have actually experienced uh, when we have been at the Tantra Fest in Estonia and teaching together. Mm-hmm. And we had so many people coming to us later and saying, oh, my God, thank you, Christopher Michael. Your presentation was, uh, you know, over the moon, amazing, like your energy, your aloha, you know, everything you bring and you are an example and you give us hope. And um, this is also what we hope that this uh, podcast will give you, that um, it's not only Christmas time, but especially Christmas time is full of miracles. And uh, in order to make it happen, you have to take the first step whether it's a lottery ticket you buy or, you know, write the list for whoever you are looking for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's simple. That's simple. Yeah. So miracles are there. So just um, get the ingredients and make the potion. There we go. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, please, um, as always, uh, continue to watch and share our podcast. Mm -hmm. Please subscribe. And if you have questions and comments, uh, please post them also underneath uh, the episode. And uh, first we have the audio uh, release and then some days later we have the video release and then you can enjoy both versions. So thank you so much and may there be so much abundance in action and may our story inspire you um, to activate it even more. Yeah, you bet. Mahalo. Mahalo.